Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. The nerve of some people. The nerve. The number one big ticket item that's being returned to Costco this week on today's podcast. Also, Lindsay Lohan is finally ready for her big comeback. We're looking forward to that as we are the big comeback of Blue's Clues. We'll tell you how it's going to happen. I miss Blue's Clues. Also, the meaning behind your recurring dream. And if Justin Trudeau jumped off a 200-foot high platform... Would you jump too? I know a few people who might push, but anyway, your $1,000 minute advantage right now. Your answer to question number 10 for the Wednesday, October 5th, $1,000 minute at 8 a.m. The answer will be, she's the man. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. I move 100. Well, good morning. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Tuesday. And happy Tuesday to you too, Aaron. It is October the 4th. I thought of you yesterday, Peter. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I went to uh, Sunnyside Mall. I was just popping into Pete's for a moment. Uh-huh. And as I walked right by on the Wedge Pizza, yes, I got a big whiff of their Thanksgiving za. And you didn't stop? You didn't turn around and say, <laughs> give me one of those, please, to go? I didn't. I kind of regret not getting any, but I thought of you because we were just talking about that. Mm. They have it out uh, until Thanksgiving. They've got the stuffing on the pizza, the cranberry sauce. It looked so good. Little gravy, little turkey. Have you had any this year? No. Like, do you go every year and, and get one of these slices? When I think about it, I will do that. And I, I think I've done that the last few years. Mm. I'm driving by and saying, okay, pull over. How about um, Daryl's? They do a pretty famous holiday wrap. Yeah, uh, I never have. I'm, but I already I already get the turkey burger every time I go to Daryl's. Oh, right, so you don't stray away from that. I look at the menu briefly and just put it down and say, just give me the turkey burger. The please. holiday wrap is always a go-to on, on Renee's list. It's the same kind of deal, the turkey, the stuffing, okay. the gravy, but it's all in their little pita wraps that they make, and they're delicious. I noticed at Sobeys that, you know, the, the already prepared meals mm-hmm. that you can walk oh, away right. with, yeah. they have one with turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and vegetables. Okay, well, that's handy. Mm-hmm. If you haven't gotten uh, bought yourself a big old butter ball yet, yeah. have you gotten one? I don't know. I I know we have not. No. Are I, I you think, hosting Thanksgiving this weekend? Um, we're going to a wedding this oh, weekend. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, you know what? We probably are having a little Thanksgiving gathering. I, we just haven't told anybody yet. Does a wedding over Thanksgiving weekend, do they have to serve turkey dinner? I hope so. That's what they have to do, right? Ooh, is it too late to put in a food <laughs> suggestion? And also, if you do get fed turkey dinner, then maybe you'll be off the hook for making your own. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm already my my, my my mind is already going to the wedding and and then serving the uh, the on the wedge Thanksgiving pizza. Oh man, that'd be easy. That would be. I mean, <laughs> you you would go down in the record books right there. People would not forget that. I've been to a wedding where they catered on the wedge pizza. Oh, I actually oh, wow. have, and so this would be perfect with the Thanksgiving za. Why not? Holiday mm. pie is what they call it. That's mm-hmm. the official title. So they've got that on until until Thanksgiving. If you want to give it a go, it looks so good. Let's get this out there right now. I'm just going to say it. What the fact? Okay, Rocky Horror Picture Show, the movie. Has been in theaters longer than any other movie. It's been playing, with the exception of the pandemic, when things, you know, obviously shut down everywhere. It's been playing nonstop since the movie was released in 1975. 47 straight years. All over the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everywhere? Yeah, let's say United States and Canada. That's, okay. That's, that's the world, isn't Interesting. it? Interesting. Have you ever seen it in a theater? No, not yeah. in a the theater. I've seen it at a drive-in. 
Oh, I've yeah. also seen it in a theater, but I've seen it in a drive-in, which is the worst place, by the way, to see Rocky Horror. Why? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're honking your horns you oh, know, yeah, yeah, different yeah. places. Right. No, yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Irish is only the third most spoken language in Ireland these days. Ireland has its own language, which some people call Irish Gaelic, but it's not really. Mm-hmm. It's just its own language. Um, but um, over the years, it's been waning in popularity. So English is the number one language. Irish is number three in Ireland. Polish is number two. Polish? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, oh, uh, speaking of, do you know somebody who speaks lots of languages, a number of different languages? Mm, not really. You do. My wife. You oh, know my wife. Yeah. So she speaks Italian, her, her first language, her mother tongue, if you will, English uh, and French. And uh, she also speaks Spanish. She, she says she doesn't, but if I spoke Spanish as well as she spoke Spanish, <laughs> I would totally say, I speak Spanish. Interesting. I say that because I think of this man, Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States, the vice president before that. He was fluent in English, but also Greek, Latin, French, Italian, and Spanish. Wow. He also studied Arabic and Gaelic and Welsh. But Why? <laughs> why do you need to know so many languages? Why, why do you need to oh, study man. Arabic? When is the next time you're going to get on a boat, Thomas <laughs> Jefferson, and sail your way to what we now call the Middle East? I tried to do French immersion and quit after two years because I just couldn't do it. It's too much. You also studied religion, and that didn't go so well yeah, either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Other things, though, I know you're brilliant at. I know it. Like Chicken McNuggets. McDonald's Chicken McNuggets. Oh, great. <laughs> That's what I'm really. Do you know the at. four shapes that they come in? No. Oh, I know there's like a boot. There's a boot. That's yes. all I know. There's also the ball, the bell, and the bow tie. Okay. All B words. Weird. So get chicken McNuggets, try to differentiate them, put them on, you know, the table somehow. You have to get at least four, obviously. Obviously. Well, maybe better get a dozen or something. I don't even know. Ten. They come in the pack. The ten pack. Ten. Right. Six so pack that or ten pack. You're sure that you're going to get either the ball, the bell, the boot, or the bow tie mm-hmm. at, at least once. Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. Hey, do you have a recurring dream? I was just telling Peter about uh, a weird dream that I had last night. And I've had this dream a number of times before in my life. Uh, but I dreamt that all my teeth fall out, fell out. Ooh, yikes. That's yeah. scary too, right? And it, you wake up anxious in the first thing. I'm like, wait, are my teeth here? What's going uh-huh, on? Right. I don't know how they fell out, but in my dream, they're just gone. When you say a recurring dream... How often, I mean, you've had the dream before. Oh, yeah. So does it come up once a year, once every six months? Yeah, maybe a couple times a year. It's not often. Wow. But every time I have this dream, I'm like, wait a second. Why have I had this dream before? So I'll tell you why. And I'm not like a dream expert or anything. All I did was Google this. But uh, I, I, I know why you're having dreams of your teeth falling out. And uh, that is apparently a a dream that a lot of people have. There mm. are people listening right now who are going, yeah, yeah, I've had that dream. Right. It's it's anxiety. Dreams of teeth falling out, mm. according to dream experts, of actually people in the, like, psychiatrists who specialize in dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the teeth falling out dreams are usually, but not always, anxiety dreams. Interesting. And there's some scientific evidence to suggest the dream may be linked to the anxiety of psychological distress you may be experiencing. Huh. You want to talk about something? You want to tell me? <laughs> I had a rough day yesterday. I'll say that. 
<laughs> it's a wonder you've dreamt it all. You would have been so deeply into, into sleep. I, I can know. Imagine. I was pretty tired. <laughs> yeah, so yours is an anxiety dream. I okay, think yeah. That might, be, uh, th that might be the reason for a whole lot of weirdness mm -hmm. in our dreams anyway. Well, there is a reason if you're having these recurring dreams. They typically do mean something. They're trying to prepare you for something. Or they're trying to tell you that you've got too much stress in your life or do too you, much anxiety. Do you have any recurring dreams? I have a recurring dream, yes, that probably happens three or four times a year that I remember. Mm -hmm. And it's not, and, and it's variations on a dream. Okay. Sometimes I'm on stage and I can't remember my lines. To, oh, you're not prepared. Play. And, and that, that's happened in real life. Sometimes I'm on stage and I'm singing and I don't remember the words to a song. Oh. That I've sung many times before. And that has happened in real life. And sometimes I'm on the radio and I'm ready to, you know, get some news on the air or something like that. And there's nothing there. I've written it, but it's not there. So I think those are variations on the exact same dream. Oh, yeah. Of not being... Did you look up why? I, it's got to be an anxiety thing too, right? <laughs> Dreaming about forgetting lines in a play means that you're going to lose money. What the hell? No, that's like, no. I mean, this is what it says. That's no, you, you're on the wrong Google, site. This is what Google says. Yeah. You're on the wrong <laughs> site. Because, I mean, there are like legitimate psychological reasons for this, but this is like something my grandmother would say. It also says that dreaming about forgetting lines in a play proves that you are a solid and open-minded person. Oh, I like that. You like to help and advise others. What? Okay. Advise others. And you know that you are being good with people around you. The last time I had okay. that dream or a variation of that dream, <laughs> I was, uh, the, 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 I remember the dream that I was put in this play uh -huh. uh, with a, because somebody had dropped out and I had to be there like the next night and be ready to go. And were you so stressed in this dream? And I didn't forget my lines in that one. I just refused to go on stage until I got my proper socks. Oh, my God. I was ready to go on stage and realized I only had like sports socks, like white knee-high sports socks or something. <laughs> and you didn't and want no to look way, like a fool. No way was I going to go on stage. But really, I was just covering for the fact that I didn't know my lines. Oh so I was trying God. to study my lines while people ran around trying to find me socks. Yeah, you were stalling. I was stalling. <laughs> I was totally stalling. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Okay, tell us about your dream. What is your recurring dream? And we're going to do a deep dive about what that really means for your life. Falling. Laura, why not has that one? So, Laura, do you want to know what your dream is all about? Because I think a lot of people have the falling dream. Mm -hmm. I uh, do all the time. So I have I have the unprepared dream. Yeah. But I also have the falling dream. It's like with the moment when you're just about to be fully asleep and you jolt. Yeah. And you feel like you're falling downstairs sure. or yeah. whatever. I've had that one. Is I, that I what we're talking that, about? I think that's different. I think it like full out you're having a dream. For me anyway, I'm having a dream and suddenly I am like falling from the sky. Oh, I am okay. falling from the sky. I'm not, not sure tripping. how I got there, but I'm falling from the sky. Okay. And I'm trying to scream out to, you know, to my wife or whatever. And I'm trying to say, just Allah. <laughs> Instead, it just comes out, boom, 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 apparently. <laughs> Are you screaming no in your sleep? Yes. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Well, thank you. <laughs> Laura, why not? Uh, your dream of falling. I'm, lo I'm looking this up right now. You and everybody else who have dreams of falling, um, being pushed off a cliff possibly. We don't feel secure with others or with unforeseen forces. Things are out of control and you're trying to hang on oh, to no. something. Oh, no. 
out of control. Anxiety. Jeez. Anxiety. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, this text, my recurring dream is that I'm trying to get to work and I'm either late or I don't get there at all. You're dreaming your errand in that case. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go again. <laughs> she I'm, always arrives. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm just not a keener, you know. <laughs> okay, no, I looked it up, though. If you're late for work, if you're dreaming that you're late for work yes. or like you're constantly trying to get there and you're just not arriving. Uh-huh. It is a really good indication that you feel like you're missing out on an opportunity or what you really want in your career. Mm. So take a good hard look at your career right now and ask yourself, is this where I want to be? Because maybe that's why you're having that dream. Yeah. Right? One in five people, this text says, from New Glasgow. Aaron, this is for you. One in five people dream about their teeth falling out or breaking. Yeah. And yes, it is anxiety related. Mm-hmm. We're at Dream Experts this morning. Um, this text morning, I have two recurring dreams. One is my car goes off a corner and I'm level with the top of the trees. Ooh. It, it doesn't say how that ends. It doesn't <laughs> sound like it's going to end the well. <laughs> the other dream from this text uh, I take a trip on a plane. And I never get to my destination. <gasps> oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Okay. So I've got something on that one. Uh, traveling with no destination, never getting to your destination, is a sign of inevitable worries and concerns about your current circumstances. Uh-oh. Um, it's uh, mounting frustrations and difficulty getting what you want, according to dream analysts. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry, but that's what Sorry. it says. That's what it says. Uh, this dream, I have a recurring dream of winning the lottery. That's a good dream to have. That would be a great dream, I would think. Does it give you numbers? Yeah. How much are you getting? <laughs> uh, this dream indicates progress, growth, sustainability, and good luck. So if you're dreaming about winning the lottery, hey, you're all good. Um, this dream is from a text from Halifax. I had this dream three times this year so far. I wake up in a post-disaster area in my dream, rummaging for food and supplies, when suddenly a giant ladybug, think T-Rex size, just pops out of nowhere and eats me. What? And that's where I wake up and my heart is beating like a mile a minute. I don't know how. I don't know why. And why the hell is it a ladybug? Yeah. Okay, I can't find any ladybug-specific dreams, but I have found a monster dream that might be what's going on in your life. Dreaming of monsters usually suggests that you're facing mental and emotional distress in your waking life. Oh. You may feel that everything will not go your way, causing your anxiety. (sighs) Well, don't you feel better knowing that? (laughs) (laughs) Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Justin Trudeau, everybody's talking about Justin Trudeau this morning after a video of him went viral bungee jumping over the weekend. Yes, it did. (laughs) Uh, He was at the Great Canadian Bungee, which is in Chelsea, Quebec. He was there for his oldest son's birthday party. I guess he kind of decided last minute to take part in the bungee jumping. He wasn't originally planning on doing it. I'm pretty sure you can also see him swearing as he's just about to jump off the edge. (laughs) If you really look into it, Uh, it's a 200-foot jump, though, so it's it's not a little guy there, but uh, it looked pretty scary, and the video's awesome. Who's swearing right now? Pierre Polyev, yeah, true. leader of the Conservative Party. <laughs> now he's got to go bungee jumping. Now he's got to do the same From thing today. From a higher platform. <laughs> ah. 
A lot of people talking about Lindsay Lohan. She's trending after she announced her big acting comeback. She's going to be starring in a new Netflix holiday movie called Falling for Christmas alongside Glee alum Cord Overstreet. He was famous for, for a while there, thanks to Glee. The two of them are kind of in a romance holiday movie together oh, now. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's been since 2013, since she played a big leading role. So it's pretty exciting news. And we've got uh, photos of the film up on our Twitter. It will hit Netflix on November the 10th. And there's a big, dumb debate going viral on TikTok right now about the correct order to put your socks and shoes on. Right. Okay, so think about it. When you get dressed in the morning, mm-hmm. you got your socks on, right? What's what's yes. the order? Like I, I picture myself getting ready. I put both my socks on. Okay. And then I go and sit by my front door and I put one shoe on and tie that up. Oh. And then put the second shoe on and tie it up. Well, that's weird. Okay, what so do you do? Sock, sock, shoe tie, shoe tie. Yeah. Oh wow. What okay. do you do? I'm sock, sock, shoe, shoe, tie, tie. Sock, sock, shoe, shoe, tie, tie. So you put both shoes on before you're tying them both. Okay. And other people on TikTok. Well, sock, shoe, sock, shoe, tie, tie. Sock, sock, shoe, tie, shoe, tie. <laughs> sock, sock, shoe, shoe, tie, tie. Obviously. So Obviously. that's what's all over Twitter right now. Obviously. And that's what's trending this morning on Move 100. <laughs> Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Hey, uh, if you work in retail, curious if you've ever had someone return something that you know that they've used, whether it be like a dress or something that, you know, they hid the tags on it and tried to bring it back after a night out. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, have you done that? No, but I've had friends who do that. Sure. Literally. I've heard about it. I've I went to a wedding like a month ago and my girlfriend was like, this dress costs $400. I'm keeping the tags and I'm returning it. I'm like... Um, me after a wedding, it'd be covered in red wine, <laughs> some poutine from 2 a.m. So you know that you can't get away with it personally. But no, no, yeah, no, no, you're no, right. No. That does happen, right? Yeah. People return things all the time that they've used. Okay. So I'm about to tell you the number one big budget item returned at our two Costco's in the HRM and the past week. Yeah. I personally saw five of them lined up at the returns desk in Dartmouth on Sunday. Generators. Generators. So people bought them anticipating Fiona, yes. used them for a day or two or three. Yes, yes. And then returned them? Brought them back. I feel like that's not right. Used the generators. These are anywhere between $600 for a not too expensive one. Yeah. That will you know power a few things in your house. Do you just fine? Up there like $3,000, but I don't think I saw any $3,000 generators here. These were generally the 600 to 1000 to 1300 kind of level of generators used for maybe one day, maybe three or four days, and then brought back. Well, you know, you don't really need an excuse to bring it back at, at, at Costco. Costco. They like to have one. Like, would would it not work? And you can just say, yeah, it didn't work. That's horrible. Yeah, it didn't work the way I wanted it to. <laughs> didn't power as many things as I needed it to. I'm okay. ready to go get another one. Yeah, but when you're coming in there after Fiona and there's 10 people walking in with a generator to return it, they know exactly what these people are doing, right? They loaded it on their truck yeah. midweek, whenever that was, almost two weeks ago. Now mm-hmm. coming up to two weeks ago. Maybe on a Tuesday two weeks ago. Bought it. Brought it home. Put some gas in it. Used it when they needed it. And then brought it back. And then put it on the back of the truck again and brought it back. I'd be so mad if I actually wanted to go buy myself a brand new generator, which is a big purchase. Like, you want a good 
good working generator, you right? You've got to last for years. But yes. somebody else just had it in the middle of a hurricane for three days and, and brought it back. I don't think that's fair. I think there were, you know, probably anybody, anybody who wanted a generator, maybe this isn't the case, but there are a bunch of generators that came in just before Fiona, but then they went back again. So hmm. have you done that? Yeah. I mean, we, we could keep you completely anonymous if you have. <laughs> but have you done that? Have you bought a big ticket item? Like yeah. Like a $500 dress for a wedding? Yeah. Or a $600, or a generator. $700 generator? <laughs> Used it. Kept the tags, if you will. Yeah. Kept the receipt and just brought it back afterwards? And did they say anything? Or were they like, yeah, okay, we'll take it back. Have you worked in retail and you've seen that dress come back in? Or you've seen that generator show up again at the returns desk? Mm, let us know. I just got a text that said, okay, let's clear this up. <laughs> I used mine once before. So they bought a generator prior to Fiona. It never worked the second time for Fiona, though. I was out for over an hour trying to get it to work. Then my neighbor helped for an hour, couldn't get it to work. Then the helpline guided us both for two hours, couldn't get it to work. So not everyone, all caps, was just <laughs> taking them back. <laughs> I wanted another one, but they didn't have one. They had a bunch, but by the time I got there to Costco, they were all gone. And then the text ends, oh, by the way, October, LOL. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah, if it's not working, fair yeah, enough. Please but bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Is that a, it is great that Costco will accept anything, you know, as a return. Right. But, but is it, I, I'm a part of all the Costco groups, the local Costco groups on Facebook, and I saw one a couple days ago. Somebody bought a pizza oven, the same one that you have, mm -hmm. Peter. And when they took it out of the box, it had been used like a bunch of times. It was like all charred on the top. And oh, yeah. they posted it like, uh, yeah, I just left with this from Costco. Open it up. Excited to use it. Turns out it's already been used a bunch of times. Mm, that's weird. Do they, they They have to check it, right? I, I assume so. But they also, I, I, a lot of that stuff just doesn't go back out. Right, you. If you bring it back, then it goes directly back it to go? the manufacturer. Oh, or sometimes if it's a big item like a refrigerator or something like that, right, it gets recycled locally. Okay, um, but it, man, yeah, they don't they don't put it back out on the floor. I wish they did. I thought wish it was like a clearance, yeah, section as of is stuff that people brought like at back. IKEA. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the cheap as is section. I love that. I'd section. be there every day. Yeah, you actually would be. Edward. So did you did you work somewhere or do you work somewhere and had somebody come and try to return something wild that they've clearly already used before? Or maybe you have yeah. done that yeah. as well. What and got it? away it's with it. The text right here about wearing a maternity. Oh, there. I returned a maternity dress after wearing it to a wedding. I knew I wasn't going to wear it again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, well, I think, I, no, bad. What am I saying? How do people don't keep do their that. clothes so clean? Like, I don't understand. It's like the well, second I wear something, if I know I'm going to return it, I'm going to spill my coffee all over myself. She was pregnant. Yeah. Okay, she wasn't drinking red wine. No, but food, you're just eating. It's easier <laughs> said than done. She wasn't out of Pizza Corner looking for the poutine place at 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, my God, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, you worked somewhere and had, uh, had somebody return something. Tell us the story. So back in the day, I did work at Sellers. Okay. Which is the funny part. So... And at that particular day, I was cleaning up the shoe aisle, and this older gentleman comes down the aisle with this box, and he's like, I want to know if you have another pair, because I want to return these. I just, I need something that fits, and my feet have changed. <laughs> like, okay. So he shows me the box. The box is like brand new box. Open the box. There's still paper in there. Okay, open the, the paper. There's a brand new pair of boots in the box which I've never seen before, and a receipt. He's like, yeah, so I just, like, I, I couldn't come to return them. 
I've been in jail for the last 25 years. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, but they were pristine. Like, you yeah. can still read the receipt. Oh, my God. Yeah, was... I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, <Okay>. no. <laughs> it was the same style work boot that Jesus wore when he was a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so you didn't let him return them? You couldn't take them back? We couldn't take them back, oh, no. no. But I did call the service desk to make sure that there was something else. Like, what? I don't know. Yeah. What Some, can you do for him? Something else yeah, I can exactly. do for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is wild. <laughs> I love that that was, like, his, it's probably his first big outing after jail. Like, better get those boots I'm back. That's I'm, what it felt like. Yeah, is he I know. looking for his money back? <laughs> be helpful? I don't know. I don't know. Which is why I was like, please, like, what can we do? Yes. <laughs> Mornings in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. On I think if I was Laura and then somebody came up to me and was like, I just got out of jail after 25 years, I'd be like, help. <laughs> Here, I, take all the boots you like, want. You know what? Just go for it. Go buck wild. Uh, this text says years ago at the old Sears, people would buy a lawnmower, use it the entire season, return it in the fall, and then buy a snowblower, and then return it in the spring, and then just keep cycling through that. <laughs> the guts to do that. No. There's no way. No, you're going to get caught these days if you do that. They've got records of all your purchases. This text says, I worked at Walmart and people would buy big screen TVs for the football games and then return them back the very next day after the game. Yeah. So annoying. I've heard that. And really? this text said, I've heard of it. Of course I've heard about that. The heck? Had a woman try and return a children's bathing suit, never worn, in quotes, and just bought, in quotes. <laughs> I worked there for two summers and I'd never seen that style and it was clearly stained from chlorine worn many years she demanded a manager but she did not get her return yeah no this text just came in i had somebody uh return a fully eaten bag of shrimp because he didn't like how it tasted <laughs> like that would did, be me, did, right? i was just gonna say this sounds like something you would do peter like you'd right. bring it back to costco the bag or something yeah. or you wouldn't even you just say here's my receipt i didn't like it can i get my money back and yet i couldn't stop myself from eating it that oh is my so me god that is so you <laughs> shrimp tastes a little funny May as well go back, <laughs> see if I can get my money back. <laughs> uh, Thomas, good morning. <laughs> Returning items. Of course, I have stories after 30-some years in retail. Of this course. This woman came in, customer service has called me and said, there's a lady up here who wants to return a cake. The icing fell off it. I said, okay, well, return it. She goes, well, no. She says, um, come up. You have to come up for this one. So I'm like, all right. So I go up, and there's a piece of cake on a paper plate. with the, She cut out the label. That has the barcode on it. She goes, yeah, the icing fell off my cake, and I want to return it. I said, ma'am, this is a quarter slab. Where's the rest of the cake? <laughs> oh, it's home in the fridge. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, you can't return a piece of cake. <laughs> I need the whole cake. She goes, but I have people coming for dinner later. I said, but you just said it wasn't good to serve because the icing was falling off it. Oh, So my. it's good enough to serve if it's free, but it's not good enough to serve if I said, if you had to pay for it, I said, you'll have to bring the whole cake back. <laughs> and did she or no? Yeah, and it was all cut up, ready to go. Oh, man. You drive a hard bargain, but I think you were right. She had to bring back the rest of the cake. <laughs> There's limits. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313.
Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Jana Purchase is on the line this morning. Jana, how you doing? Excellent. So much better now. <laughs> You're quite excited to play the $1,000 Minute this morning. And you've got your whole family there with you? I do. I've got the help of a 6-year-old and an 8-year-old. And my husband, who's going to be 50. So let's get some money to throw him a party. Yes, let's make this happen, Jana. Okay, so you get 60 seconds, 10 questions, get them all right. You get the $1,000. Jana, if you don't know the answer to something, say pass. We'll come back if there's time. But the first answer you give us is what counts, okay? Okay, let's do that. All right, Jana, purchase your $1,000 minute on move. Starts now. Jana, what is the capital city of Ontario? Ottawa. What does the Italian word calamari mean in English? Uh, squid. The French term pomme de terre translates to what in English? Pomme de terre. Uh, French fries. What does 9 times 5 plus 30 equal? 75. How long is each period in a regulation hockey game? Each, each period. Oh, I, gr- I grew up in the hockey rinks. Let's do 20 minutes. Chad Kruger is a lead singer of what band? Nickelback. What boxer became famous on infomercials for his countertop grill? Oh, a boxer for a countertop grill. Um, pass. You were born October 4th, 1981. How old are you today? Uh, 41. Which of Canada's provinces is first alphabetically? Alberta. What movie review website features a tomato meter? A tomato pass. Boxer, grill, who is it? Time is up. Time is up, Jana. Oh, shoot. Okay. Let's go through the questions together. My husband says it's George Foreman, but I know it's too late. Okay, carry on. (laughs) Carry on. All right, all right, all right. The capital city of Ontario, Toronto. I was born there. I'm too nervous. (laughs) I'm too nervous. Okay, uh, calamari means squid. Okay. Pomme de terre, potato. Okay. Nine times five plus 30 is 75. I work at a bank, so I got that right, didn't <laughs> I? all the connections to these questions Okay. Here. <laughs> uh, hockey period. You grew up in the hockey rinks. Well, you got that right. 20 minutes in a hockey period. Okay. Chad Kruger, lead singer, singer of Nickelback. Uh, yes, the boxer that became famous on infomercials for the grill is George Foreman. Okay. If you were born October 4th, 1981, you're 41 today. Canada's province that comes first alphabetically is Alberta. But the tomato meter, the website with a tomato meter is Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have children. I don't watch movies. So, okay, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Just YouTube. That's all you watch. Oh, Jenna, you are hilarious. Six out of ten, 60 bucks this morning. Oh, thank you so much. You it's a- better than 50%, so I pass. There yes, you, you go, And Jenna. that'll buy a great big cake. Yeah. Yes. There you yes. go. 50th birthday cake. Love it. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Have a lovely day. Jana, you are a right, and you hang on the line for us, okay? Okay, thanks. All right. All right. Podcast going up later today. We'll have Jana's play replayed, and we'll give you the answer to question number 10 for tomorrow's $1,000 Minute. Find it on your iHeartRadio app. And you're playing for a grand tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock on Move 100. Good people. Good music. Good conversation. Positive, energetic. They keep you really calm and in a good mood all the time. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. Still left 14,000 Nova Scotia businesses and, and, and mostly homes without power uh, this morning. Mm-hmm. Premier says by the weekend, by the weekend, everybody should be back up, but not until then. A lot of those people in the same situation we were in when the power first uh, went out, uh, we didn't have a cell phone 
coverage. We yeah. didn't have our data. We nothing was reliable. The so phone calls weird. sounded bad, and and it didn't take too long before most of us got that back. But everyone was looking for answers at that time to what happened to our cell phones right after this storm. Uh, so we we got Kate to give us a hand with this. We were. Uh, wanted to talk to Glenn LeBlanc. He's the CFO for Bell here in Atlantic Canada to find out what happened. So we mentioned that, you know, we were prepared personally for, for the, the storm, and we wondered how Bell prepared for when Fiona hit Nova Scotia. As with any storm of this magnitude, we begin our planning seven to ten days out as we're monitoring where the storm is coming. We recognized this was going to be a significant storm, something as significant as Hurricane Juan, which we're all well aware of in Nova Scotia. We brought in troops from Ontario. We brought in people from Quebec and northern New Brunswick. We shipped in 150 mobile generators to the region, 400,000 liters of, of fuel. We activated our emergency operations center into a 24-hour center and then began our regular communication with EMO or government officials and company Nova Scotia Power. All of that said, the storm landed, and uh, as you know all too well, here we are nine-plus days later, and much of our problem is still struggling to to uh, put power back on and have power restored. So the magnitude of this storm is the worst to ever hit land in Canada, and uh, we're certainly seeing the effects as we tour our province and see just the the magnitude of infrastructure damage. And what had happened to the network to cause the outages? Well, with our wireless network, we have about 1,100 towers that operate throughout Atlantic Canada, and everything with our services starts with power. And in the height of the storm, we lost 138 of our sites to lost power. So the process from that is to immediately try to restore power, backup power, and that can be through backup generators or through backup battery. Unfortunately, some of those sites we have to bring in mobile generators to. And the process is we have to ensure safety first of our people. So Nova Scotia Power will clear the site, ensuring that there is no downed electrical lines. And then we will deploy mobile generators, fuel them, and bring the towers up. So for the immediate time of the of the storm, you will notice you might have been used to having a full four bars on your phone, and now it's one or two, or heaven forbid you don't have any at all. And that is because the tower covering your area is down. Luckily, they're all back up and have been for days now. All 138 sites have power and have been brought online. However, we can tell that 50 of them are not operating uh, uh, to capacity. That could be anything from a, a broken fiber cable that feeds it. There's a tree down and took it out. Or that could be the antennas are bent due to the, the excessive winds. So now we have to send out people physically to climb the towers, riggers we refer to them, to climb 300-foot towers, assess the damage, and optimize the performance of that tower back to pre-storm conditions. So in most areas, people have coverage now, albeit the coverage may be less than they're accustomed to. And now what Bell is doing to prepare for the next big storm we get here in the Maritimes. We'll take some great learnings from this. We're going to sit down, and as we do in any you know, disaster of this magnitude, we'll do a post-mortem. Really, the, the secret is power. Can we deploy more permanent generators on some of our sites? We will look into that. Mm-hmm. Can we deploy and have more mobile generators close to, to communities, whether that be Cape Breton, Prince Edward Island, Troll, some of the areas most hit hard this time? Can we bring in more crews earlier? We'll look at that. But frankly, we are at the mercy of Mother Nature, and when something of this magnitude hits, no infrastructure is going to be uh, foolproof, and we're just going to have to constantly prepare. 
trees are the biggest challenge we have. As trees come down, they take down physical infrastructure, and when physical infrastructure is down, we will lose uh, connectivity to our customers. I think the key thing is we know there are areas we can improve and we know we can do better. Uh, one thing that we just established in recent days was a new website, uh, bell.ca slash Fiona Recovery. We're trying to put frequent communication updates on there that explain the process of restoration, but also the areas that are most affected and when we're bringing them back online. It will encourage customers to call. Some of the customers now don't even know that they don't have services yet because as their power comes on, they'll realize the wired connection to their home may have been torn down by a tree. So we encourage people to visit that website frequently. Call your local bell number to put an appointment in for a technician to come out and visit your home if that's required. It's Aaron and Peters. Move Morning Mindbender. Move Morning Mindbender question this time around. Um, Are you working from home? That's not the question, but if you're working from home... Uh, or you spend any time working from home, you know people working from home, you should know the answer to this question. In a survey of people who do work from home, 23% admit they do this regularly while on the clock. And we want to know what that is that they're doing, 23% of them at least. Call us with your guests, 451-1313, or text in your guests right now to 124-7. Good morning, Move 100, your guests. Laundry? (laughs) Lots of people doing laundry. I don't even know if people count that, <laughs> but, but right? thank you. Thank you for your guess. No problem. Bye. Hey, Move 100, what's your guess? Laundry. Not laundry. Good guess, though. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Move 100, your guess? Uh, I think they are doing either regular laundry or brown chicken, brown cow laundry. Brown chicken, brown cow laundry. Okay, explain. <laughs> Well, it's either like actual laundry with soap and water and shirts and unmentionables, or it's brown chicken, brown cow laundry. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what the heck is this? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Brown you chicken, heard of brown, brown chicken, brown cow. Brown cow? Can I try? Can I try? Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> there you go. You're both cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you okay. for the guess. Bye. Okay. Don't you love it when you learn something new? Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Some texts coming in. Uh, So many people are clearly doing laundry. Wow. While you're working. Uh, This text says uh, cooking. Doing other chores like cooking. No? No. No. Sorry. No. I'm still on uh, brown chicken, brown cow. Go ahead. No. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Do the dirty. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people also doing that while they're supposed to be working. That's not right. Everybody uh, say it with me. This <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. No. <laughs> <laughs> this text says nap. This text says watch TV. No, nope, that's not it. Uh, another text says uh, using social media or their personal phones, mm-hmm. playing video games on their phones. Stop right there. Video games? 23% of people who work from home say they play video games while on the clock. Okay. My my friends who all work from home, they all they do is watch TV. Wow. Like they will literally binge shows faster than anybody. I, anybody because they're just sitting there all day paying attention to their TV while they're supposed to be working. Okay, I know everybody listening heck? who's working from home or working from home part of the time. We know you're working. You're given your full whatever thirty seven and a half or forty hours. It's only your friends. Yeah, I'm just jealous. Is yeah, why I'm complaining because I'm like I want to catch up on all that kind of For stuff. For sure. <laughs> 
Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 5.30 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.